Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. Hello everyone and welcome along back to the One Point Safety Show with myself, Scott Hartley, and my co-host, Scouse Andy Lockhart. How are you doing this week, Andy? Yeah, not too bad, Paul. Not too bad, man. How are you doing? Yeah, all right. It seems to have been a bit of a longer week this week. I think um, work's kicking my ass a little bit, but um, mm. yeah, we're, we're getting there, mate. We're getting there. It'll soon be Friday and rolling like around. Like anyone's, mate. Like anyone's can work. Exactly. Shit, isn't it? Let's face it. We're delighted to have another special guest with us this week. We've got Mike Allen on today, who's a long-time supporter of us. We can't thank him highly enough. Always commenting, always putting um, questions Mm -hmm. in. Really, really big Washington Commanders fan, Redskins fan, football team fan. And we're just going to do what we did last week with Tony and uh, with Andy Burrows as well. We're just going to ask him his story, get a bit of information on Mike and go from there. So how are you, Mike? Are you all right? Welcome good to the hi, show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having hey, me on. Welcome. All right, no problem at all. No problem at all. So we'll start off then with our news. And um, unfortunately, we start on a bit of sad news here where we talk about um, yesterday, Bobby Bethard uh, passed away, um, long-time GM of the Washington Redskins. He was 86 years old when he passed. Um, just had a look at his stats here. He was actually a player for the Redskins in 1959. He uh, stayed with us for two years and then went on to play for San Diego. And he was GM um, during the glory days, really. We've never seen that, Scouse. I'm not sure you even look old enough, Mike, either, to have seen them glory days. Um, I, but think 19... was, I think he was GM. My yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So 1978 to 1988, he was with us. Uh, obviously, four-time Super Bowl champion as well as a GM. Um, he's in our 90 greatest uh, and he's also in our ring of fame, you know, uh, under the Joe Gibbs era. He was the GM there, drafted three uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, uh, well, you know, oversaw them. Um, really sad, really, to see him pass. Yes, he obviously had a really good innings, but um, whenever one of the greats dies, it's quite a sad, uh, sad time. So just a bit of a mark of respect to him, really. Um, any thoughts on that, Scouse, at all, on watching a, a great person from the organisation like that guy? Well, I'd say it's, it's just a shame, isn't it, you know, that these guys, you know, unfortunately, we all have to die. We have to go at some point. But, but uh, yeah, you know, su- such a true true Redskin, a true red, true legend, really. You know, I mean, a legend gets banded about so often, so so easily nowadays. And it's like, no, no, guys who have done it for decades, they're legends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know... It, he is definitely one of the legends of the of the Redskins franchise. So yeah, thoughts and uh, thoughts and things are with his family, family, obviously. Yeah. yeah, and it's in this sad time. So uh, yeah, the only other news really that we've got is we're still searching there for the uh, offensive coordinator. We've interviewed Anthony Lim, um, three year head coach of the Chargers before. Anthony Lim's been with the 49ers, obviously with the 49ers in the playoffs. We weren't able to speak to him earlier. And it looks like we're still on that um, search for an- another Bring, bring uh, back Scott <laughs> I don't think that would sit very well with uh, Scouse there, Mike, oh. as you know, listening to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah Fox, he's, Scott Turner. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. He's getting, uh, he's, getting, he's getting looks elsewhere by all accounts. I think he may end up at the Saints, um, oh, is okay. the, latest, the latest that I've been hearing on the... Uh, 
on the Twitter sphere, but ridiculous. Yeah, I just yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where to me. go with it. I'm not sure where to go with it. It does seem I am quite impressed with them looking outside and you know taking an outside look. Um, I'm hoping this isn't just a smokescreen to promote internally, but we never know. We never know what's going to happen with it. And uh, obviously, big thing this week, Scouse and uh, and Mike about Eric Bieniemy um, potentially being looked at when the Chiefs finish in the Super Bowl. This week might be the week because the Pro Bowl's on. Um, so I'm not sure if they're going to look to interview him next week if they've got that permission. But I know they've apparently, according to Ian Rappaport and people like that, they've definitely asked for permission to speak to him. But we're not sure whether that permission's been granted or not. What's your thoughts on that then, Mike? What do you think of Eric Bieniemy coming in? Any any thoughts yeah, on I that? Yeah, I think it'd be good to speak to him, wouldn't it? You know? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I think it's, so It's too. difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. I, I mean, I think that is Ron's in his last year, isn't he? Yeah. So it's well, he will out. be. Well, he, he will be. go well. Yeah. He's technically got two years us. left, technically. Oh, yeah. has he? Yeah, on his, okay. on, his, on his original contract, yeah. Right, but, okay. Um, um, but you find, obviously, with uh, Dan Snyder going, you know, yeah. it might be only one more year, yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, I think everything hinges on the ownership, does it? I mean, yeah, I, think so. I think it's very difficult. I mean, if, if you're if you're a um, any credible offensive coordinator or offensive yeah. mind, yeah. Uh, you know, we all know you're going to be in high, you're going to be in high demand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And why the hell would you pick here? Like you could say, well, we got right. some good pieces. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, but in general, if you're a B enemy or you're an Anthony Lynn, yeah, those guys have got those guys have got street cred. You know what I mean? So well, why would so, they bother? So why, so why would they come here? Exactly. They're going to wait know. for the they're going to wait for a better opportunity unless they've been kind of, you know. Um, like persuaded to know that you know, at the end of the day, this is Ron's last year, and you'll be head coach after that. Yeah, right. But that's yeah. the only Possibly, way you're going to yeah. get it, and and that's highly unlikely someone's going to promise him that because there's no the new owner's not here yet. So, no, you know, so it's very unlikely going to get one of these big names. Well, I don't think it's going to it's not going to matter probably who who we get because it's chaos, isn't it? And we're not in yeah. a good way. So Unfortunately, that's the that's the it's, thing. Mike, it's about isn't keeping it? those key players, and um. And just hanging in there till till yeah. an owner comes along, you know. No different, you know. I'm not sure that, that makes us I mean, win I've ten also, games or four games. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I've, all, I've also heard that um, Ron wants the person whoever's going to come in to, to basically pick up Scott Turner's playbook. Oh wow! It's so complicated, though, isn't it? But the thing is, though, is that if, if you're the enemy or, or actually any offensive coordinator, you've got, you, you've got your own playbook, yeah. you've got your own style. Yeah. Why would I want to learn Scott Turner's playbook to then say, oh, yeah, I'll just fucking play, I'll, I'll just play, just do this thing? If you're yeah. going to do that, you might as well let Ken Sampisi be the offensive coordinator yeah. and, let, and let him roll it because he, know, he, knows, he knows that system already. You might as well just do that and forget the rest. Forget all these interviews for all these other dudes if that's what Ron actually wants somebody to do. Because what, what's the point in that? What's the waste of time? He doesn't yeah. want he doesn't want his offense to learn a new a new uh, offense considering like that he's got probably one year left in the hot seat. You see, that's what I've heard through the grapevine. Doesn't mean that's true, but you know it's um, uh, it's not. Great. I, I think it's just a mess. I just think it's mm. a mess. Until Snyder goes, no one really knows what's going on. I'm not sure how happy Ron can really be. And we're just got to play the season, aren't we? 
Yeah, I think Ron um, came in knowing that that was always going to be an issue and that, yeah. you, you know, nobody particularly, I mean, even if we look three years ago before Ron's tenure, nobody actually wanted to really come here unless they were on a massive contract and we yeah. overpaid, it, yeah. you know. It, and the problem we have now going into free agency or going into trying to rebuild this <clears> roster, <throat> even if we got an offensive coordinator quickly, say with before March and before any... Um, ownership meetings that they have when this just after the season starts and free agency starts, we're going to really be up against it, trying to either re-sign our players like Deron Payne or Cam Curl, who, and in other news, his dad came out and blew up Twitter a yeah. bit by saying Cam wants 80 million over four years. I mean, they, 20 they, they want paying, but they also, they want to win, don't they? Of course they do. Of course they do. Right. I mean, that's elite talent there in Cam Curl, and, and I really hope that we do pay him. But the, the is, highest paid corner is, what, 15.7 million or something? No, I think it's 19. I think it's is a, it 19? James right. in it. They're in James yeah. in it. But, but to be fair, I think it's one of them where if you're elite as a player, you've got one or two ways of going, haven't you? You either go, I'll take less money because I know I'm going to be a genuine, a genuine Super Bowl contender. The Tom Brady. Or, thing. Yeah. 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 And 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 you know the the years ago of the of the New England uh, discount, you know all the top players go there cheap because you know that they get a chance, a really good chance for a ring. Yeah, we're not that team. We're we're, no. we're the type of team. So basically, if you if you want to keep your elite players, when we actually do get some, which is rare anyway, but when we do, we've got to pay them big money because they're not okay. going to want to stay otherwise. It's as simple as that, you know. Yeah. Um. So I understand what Cam's, but well, you know, Cam's dad's talking about. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I think it's like any negotiation, though, isn't it? You're going to start high. Of course you are. Skins are going to start yeah. low and then you're going to find something in the middle. So I reckon he'll probably be about 15, 16 mil. Personally, I think that's what he'll be on per year. Probably, no. a, three, probably a three to probably a four year deal, maybe three to four years, depending. We'll keep some of them. We have got some good players, but I don't think we get the best out of them. Yeah, well, that's coaching, isn't it? I mean, this, yeah. way, this is Ron yeah. shocking and, you know, when you're a coordinator, fucking Scott Turner, you know, fucking yeah. Joker. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, once you sort that out, we'll be, we'll be okay. I mean, we just need some better players on offensive line. With, with the quarterback issues last season and Scott Turner calling the plays, we were, we were only a few points away from winning 10 games. We just couldn't get it done. So yeah, how can we not be close to winning 12 games if we can get organised, you know? But whether we'll keep yeah, we the, just need, yeah, the we right need players, them. whether we've got the These right things, quarterback These there. guys cost money, don't they, mate? You, you know, you get what you pay for. Big time. At the end yeah. of the day, you know, look at our shitty offensive line. You know, th those two guards we brought in, absolute yeah. jokers. Because they're they're cheap. They're bottom of the barrel crap. You know, you know, and then, you've only got to watch the uh, the Blind Side film to yeah. know that you got you need a good offensive line. I mean, you know, oh, don't protect quarterback. Doesn't matter who it is, does it? Unless you've got someone like Lamar Jackson or someone who's ridiculously fast, you've got no chance because yeah. because your offensive line you need to protect the quarterback. That's what he's that's what they're there for. So, the so do we do we think Sam Howell's going to start because who else is going to come? <laughs> well, like anything, isn't it? I mean, you know, if, if you trade for somebody, they've got to come, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But unless they've got a no trade clause like Carl or something. Yeah, right. It's going to be interesting. Oh, I can't Scott. hit Scott. Yeah, there we go. That's better. Sorry about that. There was one other piece of news that you guys uh, reminded me of there. So um, thank you for bringing that up, Mike. Appreciate it. Tom Brady retired yesterday. Um, obviously, 
Finally. He said he's he said he's officially done. Um, we'll see when we get to the end of April whether he is officially done. I think last time it lasted six weeks or just over six weeks. Um, this time I actually do think he probably is yeah. about about done now. See, I think it's time to hang it up. This is what I don't understand about uh, Brady. It's like he retired last season and then came out of retirement, lost his wife because of it, and then he retires after one more year. What's that about? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> make any sense lot, to me. A lot of, it's like a boxer. A lot of sportsmen just cannot cannot retire. Mm. One one more year, one more fight, one more game. That's it. That's mm. it. Yeah. We. How many times have we seen that as well? With you know. Do you know we, what it really is? Do you know what it really is about Tom Brady? He was linked to the Redskins and and, and the Commanders. So he retired. He was, he was linked to what you thought. I'm retiring. Yeah, yeah. No chance of I going there, bro. If that's the only option yeah. I've got, I'm retiring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that maybe that's the case. Uh, All right. Well, but we'll introduce Mark then onto the show. So again, thanks, Mark, for being on with us. You know, we really Mike. appreciate you. Or Mike, even what am I doing, calling you Mark? I'm just useless, honestly. Words, my friend. I know I'm having a, I'm having a nightmare today. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've got a few questions we want to ask you, which we ask pretty much everybody when they come okay. onto the show. So, how did you start um, following the Redskins, Washington Football Team, Commanders, and and why did you do that? Well, so. My mum's Canadian, and that means we've got Canadian-American relatives. Summer of... Summer of 83. Family reunion. Turn up, 10 years old. Her brother lives in Maryland. Brings me a T-shirt, because they just won the Super Bowl. So this T-shirt, I was 10 years old, this T-shirt would probably fit me now. It was massive. (laughs) But just a family reunion thing. Ah, and, uh, you know, John Riggins had run all over Miami. I came came back with the T-shirt, obsessed with just this NFL thing, this Washington thing. And I had to follow it on, um, I, I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember C-Fax? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I had to, yeah. all I could get was the results. I think wow. we only had four channels probably at the time. Um, I think maybe uh, Tony Wheat had said that maybe the games were being shown in the UK about that time. I don't, I don't personally remember that. Um, I think it was there on was Channel a news... Four, wasn't it? I think Channel Four. I yeah, so I can remember it starting Channel Four, but I don't really. I, mm. I, I'd be like, I think I can remember it, but I know it's just because I've seen it so many times on clips that mm. you know. So eighty-three, just after they won in eighty-three, and. Uh, there was a newspaper called First Down, which I think came out on a, on a Thursday. That's right, was, yeah. And I was obsessed, obsessed. Ten years old, bang. Get, mum would go in and get it for me, you know. First Down newspaper, Art Monk on the front sometimes, all this. Because obviously we were good. Yeah. Following year, obviously we went to the Super Bowl again, lost to the Raiders. And um, just literally followed it on CFAX. You know, there wasn't any way that I had really to to follow it. I didn't know anybody else. I didn't know anyone else that was remotely interested. Um, I think probably the big thing that happened in this country was the 85 Bears. And all of a sudden, people were interested. But they were sort of interested in this um, 85 Bears, William the Fridge, Perry... Yeah, I remember um, playing for the London Monarchs. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it, so all of a sudden people were talking about it, but they didn't know anything about it. Like I was into it. 
I was trying to talk about positions and quarterback and plays. And basically they knew who the fridge was. That was that was it. <laughs> um and, and all the girls had their um fake Damrino tops. Because wow. they all like Damrino. Um but you know, boy. the eighties at that time, sort of eighty-five, I guess, was much it was just bigger and better. Madonna, Michael Jackson, Prince, Miami Vice, all these all the blockbusters, Rocky Four, you know, all everything was bigger and better. The music, um, the films, the TV shows are all American. It was like a bit of a wonderful place from this side of the Atlantic. Um, so we then sort of I followed, kept following it sort of with first down as I remember it. C Fox and Channel Four would show games. Not obviously always Washington. Um, but my favourite season was the 87 season, the strike season. So I don't know if you would even remember that. You probably know about it. Yeah, we know about it. But, but I'm I'll... sure, and I might get, I haven't really had time to fact check this, but I'm willing for anybody who listens to say, well, oh, he hasn't quite got that right. But I am sure they went on strike. So you had to get players from anywhere. Anyway, yeah, and I'm sure. sure I'm sure we took a quarterback out of prison. Wow, yeah, <laughs> called Robinson or Robson, and we took him out of prison. I don't know how. He Check then, on. he then, yeah, he then plays, and we win loads of games. I'm not, I'm not quite sure how many. He was thrown to a guy called Anthony Allen, who broke loads of receiving records. Then, when the strike was over. And the players came back. He went back to prison. Done the rest of his time. <laughs> you think we've got quarterback problems now? <laughs> I'm sure that so, so someone out there will just be able to correct me slightly, perhaps on that. But I'm sure that's what happened. Um, and he and, and he went down to Dallas. And what happened was a number of the clubs, the players came, broke the strike, but the Washington didn't. We were completely these second-rate players, really, I suppose. And we went down to Dallas, and Dallas had Tony Dorsett playing. He'd come back, he'd broke the line, you know, and he went down and just just took him apart, man. And obviously, we ended up winning it in '87 mm-hmm. with the most fortunate thing ever of 35 points in the second quarter Williams. against Elway. So like, I could go to sleep because I was bloody 15, <laughs> 13 <and> trying to stay <laughs> awake. But it was just the best thing that second quarter is just the best memory you know so now this is really fueling you know i've started in 83 we've been to three super bowls we've won two of them um 35 points in the second quarter the first black quarterback and doug williams everything was you know rocking and rolling for me and because they had this kind of um america was rocking and rolling in many ways compared to the uk um the summer of 89, my parents right, said, right, we'll have some of that. And we went for six weeks to Colorado. Family, bit of a family reunion again. Um, same people, but we did we did six, seven weeks, summer holidays, I was 15. Um, it, and, uh, you know, apart from all the things you do on vacation with your family, my auntie tapped me on the shoulder and said, right, get up early tomorrow. We're off to Mile High Stadium, pre-season friendly. 
So pre-season, John Elway. So not Washington this, but John Elway, megastar. Who's he playing? Joe Montana and Jerry Rice in the 49ers. So I'm 15 years old and I'm watching Montana hit Rice in the first quarter because they didn't play the whole game. In this packed, I don't know if it was sold out, but to me it seems packed, mile-high stadium, this this sort of bastion of NFL. Um, and I'd only been following it five years. And I'm thinking, brilliant. I mean, I had a foam finger, you know, waving it around and all this sort of thing. And, um, you know, it was just a fantastic memory of the NFL. It wasn't Washington, that particular game. But, um, mm-hmm. but that year, those two teams, they went to the Super Bowl. So it was like I'd seen them, preseason friendly, but I'd seen them in the August. And for, the 49ers put 55 points on Denver that day, that year at the Super Bowl. Um, but Montana to Rice, I couldn't find anyone who's even remotely impressed with that. No, even know who they were. But I'm, you know, as the years go by, I feel I'm glad I saw that. Yeah, that's a memory and a half, that, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We then I sort of like carried on and it was getting channel four, still see facts as I remember it. First day newspaper. Obviously, um, one of the things that I've enjoyed experiencing from um having supported them for that long was the 91-92, the year we won against the Bills in the Super Bowl. That 91 team was a team. I mean, I think you'd probably have an argument for top 10 all time. Even other teams would probably put... I think, I think, I think they would actually rated number one, actually. Uh, I mean, they of, were of all the, time. the posse of wide receivers. 91. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was a proper team, and they just, you know, they were never... As I remember it, again, somebody might correct me. It used to be a bit... Whichever team went eight and zero, no, no. Whoever lost last in the in the regular season just won the Super Bowl. They might be able, somebody out there might be able to prove me wrong, but it's not like that anymore. But it used to be, it used to be, you know. And um, the '91 team was, I think, had they want to go undefeated, they could have done probably. I mean, I think you just start slacking off a little bit, don't you, when you're fourteen and two or whatever, and you know you lose a couple. Um, but they were a fantastic team. But then the following year, as I remember it, again, I haven't had a fact check this, so, you know, somebody might be able to prove me wrong, but I'm sure that team then was the team that came to Wembley for one of the early Wembley pre-season games. And then, so I went to that, 19 years old, you know, on my own, brilliant. Who are we playing? Montana and Rice in the 49ers again. <laughs> you got a so, thing about Montana and Rice, haven't so, you? So my, my first 10 years... Yeah, I've seen Montana throw the rice in two different games, one in the States, pre-seasons, but it was just infectious, really. And it, by that time, people were interested in the sport in this country. There were more people um, sort of getting involved and understanding it better and, and liking it properly. So it was sort of nine years there, a span of absolute, you know, three Super Bowls, although I missed the very first one, really. Three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls. We lost to the Raiders, obviously, in one. Um, I've been to Mile High Stadium with some proper players and some proper teams, you know. Then our 91 team, which was, as Scouse just said, possibly the best team around for a bit. Certainly, I think you did the top 10 now. And they again came to Wembley, and I've got to see them live. You know, it's just fantastic. 
But I was 19. I'm now 49, and it feels like we haven't won a game since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's not much. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I've just written down here to remind me that basically, um, you know, we got a crap owner, a bit of a crumbly stadium, although you've, you guys have been there, so I'm not sure that's really fair. Poor attendance in the sense that there was a time you could not get a ticket. And the queue was years, to, you know. Yeah. But my first 10 years or so, perhaps just fantastic. I couldn't believe I was involved in this thing. And it felt like a secret because no one else really cared or knew. You know, I didn't know anyone who knew. And then, you know, since then, Washington haven't really perhaps done anything. I then went to, probably you went to Wembley when it was the Bengals. Yeah, I didn't get a ticket for that. You went to your scouts, yeah. I, I went there. And then generally I'm too scared to mention it because Burroughs goes mental about the kicker. The D-hop. <laughs> about and I D-hop, love Burroughs. Yeah. yeah, and but he's right. I mean, it was just all this time for a genuine well, game. And it's a high. You know, what, what? what's going on, man? It's Jay Gruden's fault. Fucking icing yeah. on kicker. Fucking it's idiot. Mental. But there you go. And it's just mm. been garbage really ever since. So... From 19 to 49, you get through life, don't you? Three kids, yeah. <laughs> you know, wife, um, moving on. And I, I, I didn't lose interest. I always sort of followed it, but I wasn't crazy, crazy following it because it's just loss after loss after loss. Still enjoyed it, still tried to keep up with the news. Um, but then what happened recently are the podcasts. Burroughs, what did... Uh, Prime Minister Burroughs, he started with Washington podcast or something. Yeah, DC Tweet Team he started. DC Tweet Team. Yeah. And um, I sort of listened to podcasts maybe at night, you know, going to sleep or whatever, and I stick them on. Um, And that fella just got me enthusiastic for it again. I wanted to listen to him. You know, I didn't agree with everything. (laughs) I wanted to listen. Um, Nobody nobody agrees with Burroughs, me. Nobody. And then... (laughs) And then, and then you you guys turned up and a few of the others that, you know, I don't know the names of. And it just infused me into getting properly back into enjoying the sport again, really. Um, the the USA um, podcasts, you know, there's numerous ones. Um, but I found that um, I was really impressed with the UK guys, yourself included, about the knowledge. It wasn't, if you listen to an American podcast on our football, some of them are good. Often they don't really <coughs> perhaps know the ins and outs of it. But uh, the Washington podcast in the UK, they understand the game. They they, they take the Americans on the tire with, with the knowledge and just, you know. But the the, the Burgundy zone I love. Yeah, I like Kyle and the boys over there. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bleeding. Yeah. Bleeding, bleeding Burgundy. Burgundy. Yeah, Je- that is. Jesse and Jesse and the boys. I'm on yeah, there every I mean, week now. You know, in fact, I went through a phase recently where Scouts seemed to be on every podcast I was bloody listening to. But, <laughs> well, um, what can I say, bro? What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> but I just, you know, it just infused me again and gave me memories, really, of, of what I'd experienced my first 10 years of following the sport and where we had all that um, success and having the luck to perhaps go and see a John Elway in a in a stadium, you know. Most of the people I knew never been to America, let alone done that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know. 
What do you what do you think the hardest thing that you've you've found them being a fan of Broad's been over the time? Well, it's easy now, really. The, the difficult thing was the. I mean, I, I remember us having it four channels. I don't know if that's really true. Eighty three, eighty four. Um, I mean, I remember like when I was a kid, and um, and my, my no, my story, my my brother's like thirteen years older than me. Yeah. Um, but he, but obviously, when we were trying to listen to games, like basically, he was trying to watch, he was trying to listen to it on long wave radio, long yeah. wave. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Down. Yeah. That's what you. That's all you ever hear. It's like, oh wow, what's going on? You know, yeah. and we were doing that for four hours, like three yeah. in the morning. Like, fuck yeah. you know, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every <laughs> time we shared the same room, so it was a nightmare at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that was that was kind of, I suppose, tough. But I don't didn't see it as tough at the time. I enjoyed it. Mm. It's like the thing I did that no one else was really doing, but on you, you know. Mm. So um, you've got you've got other interests then, Mike. You, you're a massive Wolf, Wolverhampton Wanderers fan. Um, yeah. we've, we've talked about that uh, yeah. a little bit offline there. We, we always yeah. have a bit of banter back and forth. It's yeah. good to see someone supporting. I don't know if that is your local team, but it's good to see someone supporting. No, my, it's my, it was my dad's team. Fair enough. So he's to blame for, hmm. you know, being a Wolves fan and a Washington fan. Not been easy at times. Yeah, tell me pain, about it. it. Yeah. For your pain. Carlisle, Washington, Newcastle Falcons. It doesn't get any easier, oh, mate. Yeah. I mean, my other great love really was Gloucester rugby. Yeah. That's where we did live. And standing in the shed, you know, watching the games. We've got very fond memories of uh, of the rugby. Yeah, my, my only memory of the shed, I went with my, my, my dad, um, and, and, he, and he'll, he'll tell you as well, was for 80 minutes solid. I got totally, like, not obliterated, but... The banter was very, very strong from Gloucester fans, and then as soon yeah. as the whistle went, it was just like we'd never even spoke. He just yeah. just turned around to me and said, "Sorry about that, mate. I just get a bit passionate." I mean, I, it, that's fine. It was good. Um, I preferred it probably. It's going to sound a bit old fashioned, but when it was amateur, because even the linesman was a cheat. You know, is proper. <laughs> you know, like like your, your local rugby club is the same thing, but just with a bigger crowd. You know, I so, enjoyed I enjoyed that. Do you have an all-time Washington favourite player then, Mike? Um, so probably going back, Daryl Green, Art Monk, Dexter Manley. They were the ones I remember. Charles Mann. Um, you know, they were the ones. Uh, uh, Joe Theismann, of course, until he got hurt. You know, I can still remember. I didn't see it happen, um, but I, I can remember that in the news that I was looking at, you know. Um so all, all all those players, Doug, you know, and then obviously Doug Williams, the quarterbacks as a kid, I yeah. you know enjoyed that. Um, I was to get a picture with him when I was over there. Look at old dog. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, Mark Rippon, the quarterback, I remember him quite quite vividly. Um, probably this, if I was correct about the lad coming out of prison and going back in, he'll be a cult hero forever. Um, I think his name was Robinson. I can't remember. Um, and then, sort of more recently, uh, 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 you know, modern modern day, I love Tress Way. I don't know where we'd be without him. You, you know, know just, MVP he's, for about four years, man. He's yeah. unbelievable. Been our best player. He's just, yeah. he's just a dude. He's just an absolute. Yeah. Is he, is he's so chilled, isn't he? He's so chilled out as well. It's like, yeah, yeah. whatever, bro. You know, easy to say cool. the running back, the quarterback. The, you cool know, dude. They're all great on you know uh, the running back. He was the running back we had this year. Is that Robinson? Yeah, Brian Robinson, Robinson. Yeah, Brian Robinson this um, year, and, and Terry Gibson, good players and all that. But Tressway, I tell you, love it. Love, love the way you know. 
come on, punt, four yard line, sit back down. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, um, you can't you can't get up and go to the loo while the special teams are on, that's no, for sure. He can't do no, that now. No. Well, thanks for telling us your story, mate. Really appreciate you being yeah, on with us. Yeah, no worries. Stick a bit, a, bit long-winded. Not, not at all. <laughs> stick around. Stick around with us, and we'll will. we'll see yeah. we'll see the show out with you. Um, cool. We'll move on to then my favourite segment of the show, which is always a, a bit of a a bit of a winner. It's the point where Scouse uh, has a little bit of a ramp for us. It's his Scouse's sizzle. What's your sizzle this week, Scouse? Well, it's about um, the reaction to Ron Rivera, really, when he was playing playing golf recently at Pebble Beach, as people were saying. Oh, how, how dare he play golf? How, how dare he do this when we've got no offensive coordinator in place? Mate, can't, can't anybody have a day off? Like, You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? I, mean, I can't believe some of the people, like some of the people that read on Twitter, are like, what, what are you? What is your game? These guys do work literally 13, 14, 15 hours a day trying to sort something out, you know, we're trying to game plans, installations, all sorts of shit that we don't even know about. And yeah, he finally has a day off and he start ripping him saying he's, he's, he's not, he's not interested. He's not doing this job. Mate, come on. Do, do, come do on. You, find, do you know what I mean? Like, come on. Do, do you find you went over there the first game? I don't know whether you really got a reflection on this, but um, do you find Twitter's a fair reflection on how everybody feels at the stadium? Or is it just the Twitter people, which I'm one of? It's just the Twitter people. It is literally two yeah. percent of our fan base. Ah, right. Yeah. So if yeah. you if you think about it, I mean, this is no disrespect to our older generation of fans. They're not on there. People no. who are attending with the families tend not to be on there. Mm. Um, you're always going to find something who who has a moan. I mean, a wise person just always said to me, "Just scroll on. It doesn't yeah. matter." It's not no. going to affect your life. I mean, I mean you know, no, no, nobody hates um, Washington fans more than Washington fans. Correct. <laughs> nobody hates <laughs> Wolves fans more than Wolves fans. It's just, yeah. but that's Twitter, isn't it? Of course, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. that's well, the, the one who shouts loudest, there. isn't it? It's the one who shouts loudest yeah. on Twitter most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, as I say, you know, I just, I just think these guys need to get a grip. You know, th- it's hard. Say, you, Twitter do you... doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, it's great for I, network, and don't get me wrong, but it's hard you know, to follow Twitter when the game's on, isn't it? And, and you might find it. Oh yeah, I, we, I, I, I don't. I, do I, that. I hardly no. use Twitter at that time. Um, if you just had Twitter, you wouldn't have any reflection of how the game was going, would you? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it'd be always something. Even if you like see an amazing play, someone would call out yeah. something that was shit yeah. on that play, like, and you're like thinking, you say, well, "Was it a good play? Was it not?" Yeah. You know. It's, yeah, let Ron, let Ron I mean, play golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah let Ron let play him. golf, man. And he plays like a seven handicap or something. He's really good. Yeah, really a lot good. of business. A lot of business gets done on the golf course. Of course, it Very does. True. Of course, Very it true. does. You never know. Well, Anthony Lynn might be there right now playing golf. Well, that, you know, was, you was know that what I mean? not what was that not what the whole thing was about? He drove two hours and then interviewed Anthony Lynn. I mean, I don't know. I don't know actually. I think that. I, mean, I think that was Pe- actually what it was. Where's Pebble Beach? Because I know. Ron is Californian, like, yeah, but Ron's Californian himself, though, isn't he? So, yeah. uh, might just be it's, back it's, the, it's the it's the off season. He's entitled to a break. Yeah. It's a long, it's yeah. a long. Time he doesn't need to be at, the, at these bowls. So, is it the senior bowl that's on at the moment? Is it the senior bowl? Senior bowls on this weekend. Yeah, Shrine Bowls. I think was last week. Obviously, there's a few because there's a few guys that like you know we see on Twitter that are actually there, aren't they? Kind of like looking at yeah. The, yeah. the new the new prospects and stuff. But Ron has never been there in his whole career. So I forget like that he's uh oh he's just he's just skipped out this year's and he's not been there to see the players or never goes. blah 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 blah. He never goes. Oh, he, right. he, he he just goes off his actual 
what a scout tell him basically with them. So and yeah. you know, so so there's nothing different for him. He's doing nothing out the ordinary what he normally wouldn't do or would do. So just just leave him be, man. Yeah. As long as, as long as he gets it right, I don't give a shit. But again, he needs to get it right because his ass is on the hot seat right now. Do you know what I mean? So it is, it is indeed. Well, we'll move on then to our final segment then because we haven't got much to um, discuss because there's no game up this weekend. We're not going to discuss the Pro Bowl and this flag game that they've yeah, got you mean, going you mean on. Flag it's football. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. But, I mean, that hasn't been the same for 15, 20 years. But, um, oh, yeah. it's, it's all this player safety crap, isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're playing football, you know what you're signing up for at the end of the day. You, you know yeah. it's a physical game. If you want to play in the pro ball, great. If you don't, fix some injury or something. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? If you're a guy who's actually been selected and lucky not to be selected, why don't you just fake an injury? Say, oh yeah, pull an army, you can't can't play. Whatever. Because because no one no, nobody gives a shit because it's it's for them, it's all about getting the big bonuses. At the end of, of the day, if you get if you get a pro ball selection, you're either going to get a massive contract, especially like I.e. Devon Payne, that we could mention. You know, he's he's now pro bowler because uh, Donald's out. So he's, he's, he's going to start, he's going to play. So his, his stock has gone higher. So his wages are going to be higher in this next contract. But most people don't give a shit about it. But that's a lever- that, that's a bargaining tool, a leverage piece. Do you know what I mean? So, But these guys don't want to play it. It's fucking around. And, and that's why they've, they've changed it now to flag football. Because it's like, well... You know, yeah, it was getting. I mean, the last, the, the last, the last, the last few years, it was getting ridiculous. People weren't even tackling. It was just. It was. I, mean, just I remember. Stupid. I remember the Sean Taylor hit on that. Kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That? yeah, I do. Was yeah. it the punter? Was it the punter? It was the punter. He, he, he tried to try to take a, a punter run. I think he messed up the snap, and he thought, "I'll, I'll run with this." And he he put him. He ended him. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he laid the wood that. Night, yeah, he laid he the was, wood on him, and the guy's like, "Oh, he, he still he still actually got his own jersey." I've read. I watched the documentary, like you know. Yeah, the actual punter said, "Yeah, I've still got the jersey. That see this red mark on this jersey. He showed me his jersey on this thing, and it's got Sean Taylor's actually like paint from his head, <laughs> uh, from his from his actual on his jersey. He still got worn up on his wall. Wow. You know, so even got you took an absolute pounding with that hit. God, God bless know. Sean Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, as I say, he, he took it seriously. You know what I mean? No matter what game he was playing, and that's why people can relate to him. That's why people love him. You know, exactly. besides him being good, you know, a great player." We'll review these game. We'll review these games. Then the uh, championship games, the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. So I don't know if you boys watched it. I try to watch as much of it as I possibly could. The Eagles and the 49ers, It ended a thirty-one seven to the Eagles. Massive blowout. Huge problems. Huge problems for the 49ers, Obviously, at quarterback, especially with uh, Brock Purdy um, getting a UCL injury to his elbow, and then. Obviously, Josh Johnson came in and just, yeah, the less said about that, the better. Um, oh, really. was that. But I think it's though, who do you blame for that? Do you blame the offensive line for that? Do you blame the scheme? Do you play the play calling? Or do you just play, you know, do you just blame? I think it was just. Or do you blame the new rules? You're going to forget the new rules now are all about players who can't hit, a ta- can't tackle a quarterback. So what did he do? The aim for the arm nowadays? So I played his arm was smashed back and no, and he ripped his, you know, tore his ligaments off the bone. Basically, the same. That's why he couldn't throw the ball. Yeah, so the saying it might be. Six I mean, the late, six months out is no. Keep going. The latest I've heard is it's a year. A year because he needs surgery. He needs full surgery. He needs surgery. Full surgery. See what I mean? Full so, surgery. Yeah. So I, I think I tweeted out at the time. I think it's a. I think a, I think an actual uh, quarterback would actually take a concussion over an injury like that. A, a year-long injury on the throwing elbow and the throwing like arm. Three weeks out instead, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a three weeks, someone, something like that, and you're back. Mm. This, 
Nah, he's out for a year. I mean, yeah. you know, it's uh, so so it's the problem with trying to help with um, you know, quarterback safety and hitting guys and all this shit. Just let I think the guys play, man. Let the guys play. I think once that once that injury happened to Purdy in the game, you, you kind of knew exactly where this was going. You know, I mean, it was it was already <laughs> starting to become a a bit of an Eagles blowout, which I, I did not expect at all. You know, I really thought we had shown the blueprint. Um, I mean, we are still the only and nobody team to. Beat Jalen no, and, and nobody's even no attempted has, it. No, no one's attempted to do no. it the same way. Is, is it boring? Yeah, it, but it won. It's winning football. No. I don't understand why nobody else tried it. Oh, we can outsmart them. We can do this. No, the Eagles have the best overall team in the NFL. The strength and depth everywhere. That they are that good. What you got to do is do what we did. And nobody decided, no one wanted to do that. I thought the 49ers were the perfect team to be able to do it. And I thought yeah, I I the Giants too. as well a few weeks back. But because they're like a run team first, do you see what I mean? I thought that'd be perfect. No. Try to outsmart themselves. Then Purdy gets injured early on. And that, and that was just the end. Because Josh Johnson, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. Josh Johnson, he played for us. Don't forget how bad this dude is. Yeah. You know, we know about we, we know how bad he is. You know, we know how bad he is. So as soon as he came in, we thought it's all over anyway. And then he gets knocked out with a concussion. So yeah, it was all over then. I mean, it was just, I mean, I oh, thought at one stage we're gonna get them, Ma- them, but, yeah. they were gonna get McCaffrey to start throwing passes at one stage. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, what is going on here? It just yeah, so a bit of a point? blowout. But what would you have done there though? Would you have been like, okay, l- let's see what CMC can do, throwing the ball. Don't forget, he has thrown for touchdown this year, by the way, even though he's not a, he's not a quarterback. He's got, he's got two in his career, hasn't he? Two yeah. in his career, and one was this year for Carolina. And it's like, well, at least he got a slight chance of it being a throw and play. But when Purdy came back in with his ripped up elbow, he wasn't throwing the ball ever. Nah, you so can just contain Every play was a run play. Every play was a run play. So just run straight into it. For me, they've been like, let's see what CMC's got, see if we can throw it. What else are you going to lose? You're getting smoked anyway. Why not? 49ers just, 49ers just blew it. They did. Yeah. End of it. They they certainly yeah. did, yeah. Moving on then to the Chiefs and the Bengals. Very close game in the end. 23-20 to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes on one leg. Looked like he uh, the ankle injury really didn't bother him um, as much as we thought it was bothering him. We, we talked about on our last show that on Wednesday, I saw him last week on Wednesday at a press conference. He looked like he was doing warm-ups quite well, which is really surprising considering, you know, high ankle sprain is six weeks on average, four to six weeks, isn't it? Um, they they normally say that you're going to be out for as a minimum. He had a really, really good game. And again, this is one, I mean, do you blame the refs? There's a lot of talk about the refs at the minute. There's a lot of talk about the NFL scripted and they get a script at the beginning of the season. I mean, Jesus, if it's scripted, we've had 20 years of absolutely shite scripts, that's for sure. Yeah. But I just... Yeah, I'm not playing right Yeah, the conspiracy theories, I just, uh, just don't think... But the, thing, the thing is, though, the thing is, I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist sometimes, yeah. but it's like... What happened, what happened to the, the, the main referee? His son put a massive bet on, that, yeah. Ron yeah. on the, the Chiefs it, yeah. to win. Like, no, all of these dodgy decisions help. happening. Oh, yeah. come on. You know. Yeah, that sort of thing doesn't help. No. And especially yeah. referees are only part-timers. They should be full-time refs. They shouldn't yeah, be part-time Yeah, I agree with that. No. I agree this with is that. a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah, all the money why in the game. Why... Yeah. yeah, all that money and, in the game. Why aren't they pros? And I do think there needs to be some sort of better 
not refer not not like video technology if you like or i know they've got chips in the balls and they've had chips in the balls for the last five years which i didn't actually know about until recently that they've, they've actually had that technology there they're obviously not using that to its full degree at the moment but what we can take other sports and we can look at other sports that use video technology. We're not going to implement VAR. That's a certainty because that's just awful. But we do have a TMO in rugby union um, that is a guy in a truck. Uh, I, I would prefer, you know, a guy in a truck who's a complete non-partisan independent person. But, but, isn't, that, there. but isn't that what they've got already? They've got, well, they they've say got, they've got that in New, they've got in New, New York, York. These guys. Yeah, how connected not... are they to the referees, though? That's the point. I mean... I mean, they've got to be connected to the ref in a certain point, you know. Yeah. Because you've got to tell them what to do. But, but you know, it's it's a hard one because they use they use video refereeing more than anybody else in, in any sport. Yeah, they do. That's where it gen- every, came from. Every, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Every play is like, was it a catch? Was it a fumble? Was yeah. it this or that? And they're always checking it on the on the instant replay. I mean, I get your point, but it's just like, you know, is there anything? How what far else can you do better? Go? Yeah. Well, yeah, and and how, now that betting's getting involved even more. Legally, yep. you're going to see this more. You, you, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Well, this is why That's I can't the understand the conspiracy theorists to saying it's, oh, yeah, you know, it's this, it's scripted, it's it's conspiracy theory, the refs are against us, it's all about betting. Do you know there's only 17 states that has got legal gambling on on sports on, on the NFL? Yeah, and but next what's that? Season, what's that? No, half of Europe. Yeah, exactly. But next, <laughs> That's next seventeen states. You know. I know, I get that. But what I'm saying, <laughs> next next season, it's going to be forty seven states that will. Yeah, oh, okay, well there you go then. So yeah, you know. why would you not wait if you're going to do something like that and you are genuinely going to fix a game? Why yeah. wouldn't you do that the, in, in the following season? Do you know what I mean? It just makes yeah. no sense at all. Well, I mean, to be fair, it still might happen. Do you know what I mean? It this might season. do. It might do. We we look at us. I mean, we first... I mean, we were celebrating putting in a bloody uh, casino. Yeah, so I mean, we're the first one. We're the first one. FanDuel, FanDuel, I think it is, isn't they have opened up, or is it Fanatics? I can't remember. Maybe Fanatics, I think. Yeah, which 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 betting sportsbook or something like that. Yeah, and even got Chris on as well. Hog Farmer Chris. That's right. Even got him on to actually open it up with them. So he was the first one to place a bet, I believe. And he's the fan. Yeah, and he's the fan. He's the fan of the year, isn't he? And it's just like, come on. If 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 these franchises are actually celebrating this shit. You know, for a fact, man, there's going to be some big influence going on. Vegas. That's why you didn't want a Vegas team for such a long time. Yeah. Because he didn't want it to be kind of hung by mafia, basically, originally. Yeah. The original uh, Vegas times. Yeah. Well, I've got a team now. Yeah, I've got a team now, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, inter- it's an interesting it's deep, one. Man. So what... Getting worse. what you th- need to sort it out. What's your thoughts on an Eagles-Chiefs Super Bowl, oh. then? I think the Eagles will win it. Yeah, Eagles Chiefs. You saying Eagles will win it? I think the Eagles Scavs. will win it just to annoy me. I don't really have any um, stats to back it up. The Chiefs are good. I just think the Eagles are going to win it. Yeah, I, mm. I, I still think it might. Kansas City might just squeak it. I don't, I don't know how, but it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a tight yeah. one. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. Hopefully, it's just a good game, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it won't no, be because it's got the Philly Eagles in it. Let's face it. I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, you watch that team; it's like, oh mate, this is this is load of shit. I just wanted them you know, on the couch. Team, I mean, the great team is in a team of roster build and stuff, but watching them on the field, man, they're fucking boring. What 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 their um, free agency situation after the Super Bowl? Their free agency seat is really really tough, and um, they are they are in it massively. They've got about. 
10 people coming up for co- for big contract renewals and yeah. they're not go- they're not going to do it they're already um minus 50 million nelly in- against the cap yeah once again, they are, they are going to struggle hurt as well <laughs> so i'm yeah. saying they are going to struggle yeah. They are really going to struggle to That's keep funny. a lot of that time. And it's I mean, a very similar situation to what we had with the Rams, really. You can say the Rams went all in absolutely on all the picks, threw everything at it to win a Super Bowl, and they've done it. Now you look at the Rams this season, and you, yeah. and you look at and you think, yeah, they've dropped up enormously. And I wouldn't that, though, surprise... Wouldn't yeah, I, I would. Absolutely. As a Washington fan, I'd take that. Not a problem yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Jerry Jones down in Dallas yeah. would take that too. But, you know, it's... It's I don't think he would. To be fair, I don't think he could handle getting going like three and three and fourteen. I don't think Joe Jones I, could do that. I just don't think he could handle it. Maybe I think not. he'd like he'd like he'd probably blow up the whole stadium. That's what he probably do. He'll start fixing the games. Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah but again, maybe. again, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, but but I definitely get it. I mean, I'll take. I'd snap the hands off. Someone said to me, "You get one through a ball, but you're going to be shit for the next 10. I'd be like, "Sound? I'm yeah. interested in the shit for the last 30. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so bring it. Is it, is, it hard, is it harder to support Washington now, having gone through the first 10 years that I went through? Or is it harder to support them? I guess you, I'm not quite sure when everyone started, but I know uh, Prime Minister Burroughs always talks about, you know, he started supporting them. I mean, they were rubbish. They've been rubbish ever since. Yeah, so mine is that was harder really... or is it harder to have experienced the good times and now you've got to go through the bad times? Well, mine was really, really young. Oh, yeah. So I only I only started supporting them and pinned my colours to the mass 2012. So, oh, right. you know, yeah. I, I've yeah. had 11, was 11 seasons. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was RG knee. That was, that was, that was yeah, me yeah. then. Yeah. So yeah. Mine was me, 91, but I was only seven, eight. And that, so I wasn't really, like, didn't really know much about it. Yeah. So for me, it's been really difficult, I think, supporting them these times. But now I think it's getting back to the stage where we can see light at the end of the tunnel. We know I, I, that... I, I'm going to stick my neck out and say, I think the next 10 years, maybe not next year, but I yeah. think you guys all need to stick up this because the next 10 years are going to be good. It's going to be Better. all right, yeah. Uh, um... I hope so. Yeah, so no, do I. <laughs> a new owner will come in. He'll have to do something, won't he? Well, that's, that's always a good owner. Don't forget, yeah. you know, we can, we can get any owner in and, and the yeah. shit. Then we got another Dan Snyder. Then we're going to be devoured. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah, we've got so another ten. Be the right owner. We'll get you. On, we'll get you on in two years' time, Mike, and we'll have this yeah. discussion again I'll, and see I'll, where we are. I think the next ten years could be all right. Maybe okay, so. maybe not next year, so. but you know, I, lo- I love your take, optimism. It doesn't yeah. take a lot to you know. I know we. It's hard when you haven't won a game in 30 years, but, you know, a lot of teams, I'm sure that at some point San Francisco went three and something and the following year they made the Super Bowl. It was something like that. You can turn it round. I don't yeah, know but no, it's, been done, it's been done many times. That yeah. Bengals. We won't do the, that. <laughs> look at the Bengals. They were terrible. Got Joe Burrow yeah. in, Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, but what, yeah, but look what they did. Look what they did. They got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then, they re, then they realised they had a shit offensive line. So what do you do? That's, they went out and got three offensive linemen yep. that year. Yep. Then they went, hmm, Jamar Chase is up on the on the board. But I was begging them to take him, but I haven't taken another offensive lineman. That's what they're going to do. And Bo said to him, no, just give me Chase and we'll be fine. And he yep. goes, you sure? Because obviously you're going to get like these guys running after you. And he goes, yeah, no worries. Gets him. You can Super Bowl that year, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, like, when you've got the nucleus of a quality team with superstars. How, how many games? chance, man. How many games would we have won this year if we'd had a, a decent offensive coordinator? Oh, 
I mean, how many games? I think there's four. I think there's four games. I think there's four games there easily that I could just say we could easily should have won that game. So we should be at least eleven. Tennessee nine. Oh, where are we? Eight, eight, and one. So Tennessee was a definite one. Minnesota was a definite one. The Giants was a definite one at home. Definite two, I think, because you could you could argue Giants away as well. That's that's there's four straight away that you think. And the the Browns, you know, (laughs) we just we we just didn't show up though for that game. That's what really pissed me off about that one. You know, they didn't show up for the game. That game was terrible. But the second um, New York Giants game, just we had so long to prepare, be ready for them, get it right. Just disaster, isn't it? It just shows that there was still some some, some unrest in the camp because these guys weren't playing. These guys weren't playing at the level that you think, well, if you win this game, we're more than likely going to be in the playoffs. And we were on a roll then. Or something. We, we, we were on a, a serious roll, well. roll. Yeah. So why? So I don't understand. I don't. I, don't, I just don't understand why we just. No. Didn't, we didn't show up in any of those I, games. Well, Washington. Three games there, we didn't show up, and then the Titans game, we should have won, but that was piss poor, real no, piss Carson poor. By, Wentz, by yeah. Carson Wentz asked him to throw the ball three times. We didn't yeah. need to. So 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 with no decent 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 quarterback, no decent decent guy <laughs> calling the plays, and we still won eight games. Yeah, I like your optimism here, Mike. I, I mean, like your optimism. There's, I've been saying that for thirty years, Mike. <laughs> um, you know, there is a chance if they can, somebody can just sort it out. A better man than me, but somebody can just sort it out and win ten games, and then sort it out and win twelve. And three well, years going to be next night, you're, you're in it, aren't you? Yeah, you are. You're right. It ain't going to be next right. season, though, mate. And this is the problem we've got because the schedule next the year is ridiculous. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Why, 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 all the elite quarterbacks again, like the year before last. You know, got hammered then as well. Yeah. yeah. It's not good, man. It's not good. Well, I think that pa- just about wraps us up, really. Um, so thank you again, Mike, for being on with us. We really, yeah. really appreciate you uh, no being on. It. I appreciate you uh, inviting me, guys. Not a I problem. Really if you enjoy the podcast. Do you want to plug your uh, Twitter handle just for people who aren't following you? Because you probably will get quite a few oh. subs. I think this. my I think my Twitter handle is Mike hey, Allen A W L A N, and then nine 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 for some reason. Oh, I don't know. Big fan of police, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's at Mike Allen A L L A N nine 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 nine. Well yeah. done. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, and, and anybody anybody can follow any and, and you know most of my tweets are garbage, but. Uh, I do enjoy enjoy the Washington um, podcast. I tweet about that, and you guys have given me enthusiasm for the game again. So appreciate it, boys. Appreciate you for oh, being on here. Yeah, no worries. And, and I, as always, Scouts, thanks again for being on with us. I love chopping it up with you for a good hour or so, mate. So thank you for being with us, and we will catch you all again next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.